wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Well, so every day I, um, I bike to work And then I go to the gym at lunch So lockers are closed at uh, the gym I go to They're renovating So I'm forced to uh, change in public bathrooms now and the door is always wide open. <laughs> you change in a public bathroom. <laughs> it's the only place you can. Where else are you going to? Eh? Sex offender. Yeah. So um, you just can't change in the common area of the bathroom because the door is wide open. Do you, you sponge go yourself the... off in the sink? <laughs> no. Oh, why would you go to the library and do that? <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah. So I always pick the handicap stall. Because it gives you more room. Like, uh, just Uh-oh. a regular size stall is just way Is this too a Seinfeld down. skit? No, it's not. Um, but anyways, I'd, so I'm in there four times a day, at least 50%. There's a surprise in there ready for me. It's, it's just like examining the psychology of the person who just takes a massive dump and doesn't flush. Like, I just don't understand that person. Do you have any insight? Same people that litter. Same people. I don't know. It's different, though. Like, littering's like, oh, there's no garbage can around, you know? No, littering is terrible. I know, but it's a bit different while it's like, oh, this crap is in the toilet. If there was only a, you know, how I could is get it, rid of it. Are they trophy poops? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Like, when you see them, or you're like, whoa, impressive. <laughs> no, not really. Not most of the time. Because maybe the guys tried to show you something. He's like, hey, check this. <laughs> no, no. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Like if you, if a man, maybe you're, a man can appreciate a trophy poop. Yeah, I don't know. No, this no, no I think it bad. just. I think you're right. Compared to littering, because it's not just a men's thing. If you've ever had to work in service and clean up women's bathroom. Oh my! Really? God. I would it's, not expect that. Oh, let's just. Oh, it's it's a disaster. Let's just stick tampons. Use tampons in the toilet and leave them. Oh. Yeah, I lived with two women. They just don't men. care either. It's yeah, it's, it's worse. Yeah. It's a whole new level of disgusting. A whole new yeah. level. Yeah, so, uh. so Carter, you're taking us somewhere deep, but yeah, it's just the same thing as oh, I'm done with this. So let me just leave it. Well, I thought it'd be the same guy leaving the dumps, but you could tell the different habits. Like, oh, this guy leaves the toilet paper all over the seat, so he doesn't actually sit on the seat, and he doesn't bother to put the toilet paper back he, in the toilet and flush. So you know, it's a different guy yeah. every time. It's just, uh, don't get it. Well, you don't want the outside of your butt to get dirty. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I just don't get the, the leaving. Okay, there is a Steven Seagal random movie title generator out there on the internet. So I thought we could play around with it a bit. What it does is it takes actual Steven Seagal titles... of actual movies, rearranges them into a new movie title, and takes actual Steven Seagal plots and rearranges them into a (laughs) new movie. (laughs) So, here we go. First one, out for kill. Steven Seagal, Tom Sizemore, and Chris Christopherson are the stars. (laughs) Here's the plot. Steven Seagal is the savior of the Eskimos who needs to stop a Chinese mafiosa played by Chris Christopherson, from hijacking a Navy battleship. Seagull is joined by a police captain, played by Tom Sizemore. With the odds against him, can they prevent Chris Christopherson from running off with ill-gotten gains? 
next one. That sounds like a great movie. <laughs> Glimmer Kill. Steven Glimmer Se- Kill? Glimmer Kill. Steven Seagal is a mystical New Age cop with a checkered past who needs to stop a man <laughs> from his past, played by Henry Silva, from smuggling drugs into the United States in arche- archaeological artifacts. Seagal is joined by a stripper, played by Byron Mann, with the odds against him. Can they prevent with the odds against? <laughs> Can they yeah. prevent Henry Silver from killing them all? The next one is called "Fire Down Death." <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal is a lone wolf cop who needs to stop a serial killer from smuggling explosives across international borders. Seagal is joined by LAPD detective played by Morris Chestnut. <laughs> with the odds against them, can they prevent Brian Cox from blowing up a church full of innocent parishioners? And there's an actual place that'll break down, like, oh, where he's actually an Eskimo savior, what movie that's from, and things like this. <laughs> so this one's called Hard to Dead. <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal is a Detroit cop. <laughs> He's usually a ninja, a Navy SEAL, or a cop, which I don't think he ever played outside that. Steven Seagal is an Eskimo savior. <laughs> Steven Seagal is a Detroit cop who doesn't follow rules. Who needs to stop a terrorist madman played by Tom Arnold from killing his sister Melissa? He is joined by a computer programmer played by Ed- Edward Cox. <laughs> can they pre- <laughs> can they prevent Tom Arnold from drilling for oil? <laughs> Oh, uh, this one is. Oh. <laughs> okay, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. I don't know what we're supposed to say to this. You did it. It only took how many episodes, Carter? But you finally did it. I made you laugh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear last but one. It last it one. It wasn't even Carter. It wasn't even Carter. I was just reading. I was just reading. It's just the website. This one's called Executive Sun. S-U-N. Steven Seagal is an explosive expert who needs to stop a terrorist madman played by Tom Move from setting off bombs across San Francisco. Seagal is joined by a high school football coach played by Morris Chestnut. But the odds against him, can they prevent Tom Move from killing off a girl Seagal has never met? <laughs> okay, so that's the end of that one. Brent, are you coming to Comic-Con with me this year? I don't know. You know who's uh, the guest of honor? No. No, t- please tell me. At Comic-Con? Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Oh. Patrick Stewart himself. Is he the bald guy? The bald guy. The greatest actor of our time, I think. The best Shakespearean actor yeah. we've known. Mm-hmm. Now, I was watching this movie on the movie channel I get. It's called The Captains. It's written, produced, directed, and starring William Shatner. And what it is, it's just him sitting down with all the other captains in Star Trek history, like Captain Janeway, Captain Picard, Captain What's-His-Name from (laughs) Enterprise. Enterprise. Who's who's your man from Deep Space Nine, Brent? Cisco. He was just like, just smoking pot. Playing bongo drums and listening to jazz music, he's pretty cool. <laughs> he, had, he had no no interest in sci-fi. 
So let me tell you about Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Anyways, basically the gist of the movie from what I saw was everyone just uh, telling William Shatner how difficult it was to follow in his footsteps while it was <laughs> zooming to the Shatner's greasy mug, nodding with a big smile, going, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I mean, you just put the character out there. You embodied what a captain is in this universe. And we're all just interpreting that, what you put out there. And it's just like, uh-huh. It's basically um, inside the actor's studio. <laughs> Completely. And everybody just kisses Shatner's ass. <laughs> That's what it is. But Patrick Stewart is the greatest actor ever. He talked about how hard, and they talked about how hard it is to be the captain and in their personal lives and in their real lives. And Patrick Stewart was just so captainly, matter-of-fact, telling how he put the job first. He, he didn't give a crap about his family, about how he put his kids second to the, the job. And like normally he'd be like, oh, what a piece of crap, you know? That ain't cool. But just the way Patrick Stewart enunciates every word and like stares directly at the camera, you're like, you're the man. Yeah. <laughs> Screw those kids, man. And he's also really weirdly aged because it showed Patrick Stewart on a stage at a convention and he was wearing like a like a baseball hat and like a like a v-neck t-shirt that said like Brooklyn spelt wrong it was like you know a hipster shirt and I was like just looking at that picture how old is he I'm like 48 maybe it's like wait next generation was 25 years ago he was not uh he was not 23 years old then. <laughs> he basically looked exactly the same. He's, so it turns out he's 72. So he can like... He just doesn't age, man. Doesn't age. So Brent, are you going to come? Well, I was going to say, I thought... The only thing I've seen of him like Star Trek related lately was some pictures of him at something. And he looked old. No, he looks exactly the same. Next to fans, I think, like being next to those people... I think it drains you pretty bad. Yeah, but maybe it makes you old when you're around the yeah. fans. They suck your life force out, and then you have to go and you have to get some photon yeah. crystals. Because yeah. it was very clear that you weren't like allowed to touch him in the pictures, so it's a lot of awkward standing, and he's sitting. <laughs> yeah, he oh, just looks, sit- all oh. shriveled, looks all shriveled up. It's like up sitting with your dying Rick Grandpa. Yeah, but you, know, you, you can't go, oh. put your shoulder, you can't put, actually put hand on shoulder. You're, sc- you're scared he might breathe the disease into you. <laughs> Well, when I thought he looked so young, he was standing next to Shatner. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess oh, Shatner's, yeah. The, yeah, he's something. I guess everyone looks young next to him. They need dilithium crystals. <laughs> I'm surprised. You, how do, I don't know how you know that word. Yeah. Good job. Because I watched the real one. <laughs> the original. Yeah, that's <laughs> the jam. Well, you know. Shatner just embodied the spirit of what the captain is. That was the that was the best show. That's like one of my favorite TV shows ever. Mm-hmm. I can watch that stuff forever. I could never endingly watch that show. Yeah. Can that show be passed down to people, or is it of its time? Because I guess we saw well, it. it was, we no, saw no, it. Yeah, it wasn't fresh. I watched it in the nineties. You know, does yeah, it I watched yeah. it in the eighties. Does it work? Yeah, of course, it's timeless. It's great TV. And it's epic, Does, and it's still... Is Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin uh, still relevant today? No. <laughs> so therefore, Star Trek is, too. So, Brent, I hear you have a new uh, favorite beverage. This is some 
I have no idea, once again, what you're talking about. Is this a callback? No, no, you told me that you're drinking Bacardi and Coke. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And you're like, yeah, pre-mixed in the same bottle. And I was like, "What, do you, Trevor, what do you think of this? Wait, what? There's pre-mixed rum cooler thing? Yeah, so it's got cola and Bacardi in like a 400 milliliter glass can cooler thing. I don't know. No, it's, it's, in a, it's it just seems, a drink in a can. But it so seems it's just like rum and coke in a can. Yeah, dark rum, light rum, light. Yeah, that's I dirty. Tr- yeah. I tried it once, finished half of it, didn't like it, threw it away. But it's probably the same price as like a regular. Uh, like Sorry, there's no store. Sorry, I should have made that more interesting. But <laughs> I don't know where you're I know going with see, this. It's it's not very exciting, but I was thinking we could make it a little more interesting if we uh, were you know hired by Bacardi to come up with some commercials. So I've got some situations here for you guys, and you tell me how it's going to play out while advertising the new Bacardi and Cola. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So you are a waiter at a high-scale restaurant. In comes a beautiful woman and her date. Now, her date is just on the cell phone the entire time, like, doing some fantasy football crap or something. She's bored. She's already picked out on the menu. She's just, you know, looking around. You're the waiter. Go. That's the setup? That's the setup. I've got another... So we're just supposed to cold approach this woman to get her... You're a waiter. You're going to approach her anyways. Could you let her know, walk up behind him so she sees you? You can do whatever you want. some little mini... I'm thinking EMP device (laughs) that you zap so the phone shuts off and then you give her a wink and then just drop off a couple of rum drinks. (laughs) I like that. I do like that. But then I was going to say stand behind him and pretend to talk on your phone. Then she'd laugh, you know, giggle. Yeah, yeah. they'd be like, well, you got to lighten your night, honey. Here, this one's on me. Yeah, you come up with one Bacardi and Cola for the Say you're going to need this dealing with this stiff. You need a stiff drink to deal with this stiff. And then wake at her and say, there's more where that came from. I don't think you can have the word stiff in a... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it's one of, the, one of the seven words uh, you're not allowed to say on TV. Okay. Can you give me another, another one? Another scenario? One. Okay. Who's got this one? Brent, you go first. Okay. okay. So you are a window washer. <laughs> You're on the 17th floor, some some big commercial building. Now, this woman, C, this woman CEO, just gorgeous. She's conducting a meeting. She's, you know, she works 12 hours a day. She's got no time for, no time for a man. So she's conducting a meeting, going over the latest figures. Got the pie charts out, the overhead projectors. You're, yeah, all eyes are on her. All so how eyes do you, are on her. And you, you are us- the window washer. How do you and let you us know that she? Yeah. How do you let us know this beautiful woman just can't balance her personal life <laughs> before? How does that sh- represented? Is she secretly sad? It's implied. It's implied. We got thirty seconds okay. here for this commercial. We could give clues that she has a rough life. We could show her getting up, no breaks, no nothing, sleeping what? on her desk. And why are these Very drinks nice. for girls? There's the guy. The guy should not have a drink up on the. 
yeah, this guy should not be drunk <laughs> washing windows. What I think he does is he waits till she's done work and meets her outside with a drink. Comes sliding down. Yeah, yeah it comes down. Hey, ma'am, could you use one of these? And he throws it 17 stories <laughs> at her head. I don't know. That like defeats the whole uniqueness of being a window washer. Yeah. I was thinking during her meeting, just let out a big loud, you know, squeaking accidentally on the windshield, on the, on the window, and everyone turns to look at you. You know, you got her attention. And then she's a little bit distracted throughout the rest of the meeting. And you're fired? <laughs> no, you're- I think I think you say, see you at five. Or you make a little sign that only she could see you because their backs are turned to you. Mm, mm-hmm. I like that one, yeah. I've got a Bacardi ready for you. Drinks on me. That's their slogan. And he takes Drinks her up, on yeah, me. Takes her, meet me up here. Top four. Yeah. Rooftop at seven. And then he, she is not there, but then he comes sliding up the south side. Yeah, she, yeah, with two drinks on a little table. Beautiful. <laughs> I like it. Next one. Well, I, I don't have a next one, but we could come up with it on the fly here. I no, think. it's okay. No, that won't work. What do you mean? I can't. Let's hear your, let's hear you improvise. Okay. There's a guy and a girl. <laughs> Dude, let's make this one for the guy. Okay, so the guy is uh, being pursued by the woman. I think you're at the gym. Gross. Okay. <laughs> She's getting wasted at the gym. Yeah, you're at the gym, and it's a personal trainer. So either the guy or the girl comes over and be like, you know... Your form just isn't correct. Oh, God. <laughs> and they'd be like, you could use one of the, you know, you got to loosen up a bit. May I suggest? <laughs> oh, you shouldn't lift weights drunk. <laughs> May I suggest a uh, Bacardi and Cola <laughs> on ice or something. No, yeah. And someone injures their knee and you'd be like, as a personal trainer, you're going to need some ice on that. You know what goes good with ice? Bacardi and Cola. That's terrible. No. Our first two were brilliant, mm-hmm. and yours was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and even misses the mark on like the pro- so you're going to sell this 700 calorie drink to people in a gym. Situation? Well, they're, they're burning so much, you know. You gotta you gotta make up some. <laughs> they're the exact people we're going for. What about you? Just wake up, roll out of bed. Have a drink. <laughs> a reliable Bacardi Coke. And what's our slogan again? Always. Always there for you? Or what? Drinks on me. Drinks, okay, so just some poor schlub in bed. And you got some... The alarm clock goes off. with your cat. He goes to turn it off. His hand brushes up against a cold Bacardi. The cap is already off. Just takes a slug. Black screen. White print. Drinks on us. Yeah. And then... The Bacardi uh, cap spinning around the logo. Done. No, I like the drinks on me guy. Just at any time someone, this guy shows up. Basically Duff Man, but drinks <laughs> on me. You're having a bad time and then... A little more subtle. Yeah. So in the restaurant, it's drinks on me. Mm-hmm. And on the rooftop, it's drinks on me. I guess so. That's their slogan. We've come up with the slogan. <laughs> I'm Don Drapering that. Yeah. Uh, uh, drinks on me. 
that's the designated driver the keys And don't worry, y'all drinks on me So have a toast with me Bring your ID, hanging with me It's on my tab, y'all drinks on me So have a toast with me Hennessy and Grand Crew for me I take a sip and say free Max B So have a drink with me So don't worry, y'all about no fees I said I got y'all drinks on me So have a drink with me Say my auntie, sorta like an alcoholic